She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder podcast. Well, today, for the month of June, I'm covering through season three, episode six, entitled Read My Lips. This episode aired October 17th, 1987. In this episode, Jamie befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. Let me guess, he's trying to figure out what a couple of people are saying about him, right? This is what I'm guessing anyway. So this is a, uh, why can I not talk? It's going up four in the afternoon. So this episode has a 8.2 out of 10 based on 19 ratings. We also have guest starring in this. Oh, we get to see Reggie. We also have Warren, which is interesting. It's been a hot minute since we saw him. We have Scooter Stevens playing Josh. Now, what I remember this kid from definitely is 1985's Better Off Dead. He played John Cusack's younger brother named Badger Meyer. I definitely want to cover that on the podcast at some point. So two years later, he's playing Josh. He also was in an episode as he of Tales from the Dark Side where he played a character named Boy. And a after-school special, because the 80s were full of those. <laughs> CBS, after-school special. Have you tried talking to Patty? This is from Season 3, Episode 2. Wanting to, be, wanting to be accepted by others at school, a hearing-impaired teenager attempts to change her image. Okay. Interesting. So he must pay what the younger brother to the main character. Maybe Heather Langenkamp might be. She was also. I I just learned that the girl who plays in Nightmare on Elm Street, Heather Langenkamp, was also in the show The Ten of Us or just The Ten of Us from a spinoff from Growing Pains. Which, yes, I know. I haven't done a lot of Growing Pains episodes. I know I've been really flooding with Full House, and that's just pretty much it. I'm just trying to get that in Fuller House done, and then that way I can start... I kind of want to start eventually doing more movie reviews and also doing different episodes from different shows. And it just feels like I'm just between my job and having a life outside of podcasting, this is basically all I do. I only watch movies if I'm podcasting about them or if I'm going to my job at the movie theater and seeing a movie. Other than that, that's basically it. I haven't watched, I haven't found a new TV show to watch in the longest time since I, uh, This Is Us was the last one that I watched that um, I watched on a regular basis. Um, as far as the Wonder Years go, I may as well just tell you now, even though I said I will try to get the first one hour season two premiere up this month, odds are I don't think that's going to happen because I'm going on vacation towards the end of the month and I have so much other stuff going on that I need to focus on. So odds are if I get to that in the fall, I probably will. And I'll upload that then. But as far as the rest of season two, you probably won't be getting that from me until sometime in late 2024 or 2025. It's just I have so much other stuff on the table that this just gets pushed. And the thing is, I want to pre-record and have that all the episodes done and ready to release. So I'm not racing against the clock all the time. That's the biggest thing is why I'm staying three months ahead with the Full House podcast. So then I can jump into the Fuller House podcast and finish that in 2024. So, yeah. All right. I don't believe, because there's never trivia, there's never user reviews. So let's just double check and make 110% sure 
that there isn't. So directing this episode, Leslie H. Martinson. We got writers Matt Geller. We got Howard Leeds, the creator. We got Warren S. Murray and Bruce Kane. Holy shit, there's trivia. The title comes from the pledge by candidate George Bush during the 1988 presidential campaign, Read My Lips, No New Taxes. Well, if this is from the 80s, um, I can definitely say I don't remember him. I'm sure if I looked on YouTube, there's footage of him saying that. Uh, you know, another thing I want to mention, because I haven't done the Everwood podcast in a very long time, that one's still very much on the back burner. I may forego that to eventually continue on with American Dreams, the three seasons of that show, and then down the road, you know, I can do, I can maybe work on Everwood at some point. Uh, you know, there's episodes of Growing Pains I want to get to. There's episodes of Mr. Belvedere I haven't touched. You know, some of these podcasts I've started and just thrown on the back burner for like umpteen years down the road so bear with me if you're still here in a handful of years listening to this podcast because it's still I plan to have it still five years from now but anyway um if you heard the news after Treat Williams our beloved Dr. Andy Brown passed away um, about a couple days ago he was in a motorcycle accident and John Beasley, who played Irv Harper. Now, of course, I believe his character, I think it's in season four, did pass away. I actually never watched season four, really. By that point, I think I kind of dipped out of the show because it just was kind of going in a turn like, eh, I'm more interested in Wondery Hill and the OC is still going on at this point. So, but at some point, yes, I do wish to get back into them. There are, if you look on iTunes, there are a couple of really good Everwood podcasts. Everwood, No We Didn't, or something like that. There's also Everwood Pinecast. I think both of them are working on season three at this point, or season two. I'm not exactly sure, but go on Twitter. I believe they also have Facebook pages, so if you guys are wanting your Everwood fix, you're definitely going to want to go there to get it, because I still, again, my Everwood podcast, I'm not saying I'm not doing it, even though I mentioned that I probably wouldn't be continuing with it. I I may, but it's just going to be so far in the future that, um, yeah. Another thing with the Small Wonder podcast, even though I'm doing an episode a month at this point... I think that by when I finish season four, season four, when I finish season three at the end of next year, I most likely will go to two episodes a month in 2025, so we can just wrap up season four in 2025. So we're not here until 2026 doing this. But hey, let's get ready. Let's get ready to read my lips. Let's get into read my lips doesn't sound any better honestly (laughs) okay so we open the episode in the living room and ted is working on making a knot in a rope and apparently jamie is part of the cub scout not the cub scout the wolf pack the wolf the wolf cubs (laughs) some version of boy scouts i guess this is where he meets um The boy who used the sign language. Whose name I can't remember. Are they ever going to get her completely out of that red and white pinafore dress? Because it seems like they have her in regular clothes and then it's back to the dress. Regular clothes and back to the dress. Ugh. Hi, Dad. (laughs) Working on that for our Wolfpack meeting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys sure appreciate you filling in for the den master at the last minute. Ain't no problem, Jamie. I mean, all I gotta do is uh, hand out a few good deed merit badges, right? Uh, more teach you guys a fine art of outdoor cooking and demonstrate a few knots. Like this one. <clears throat> hey, Jamie, this is the loop, and uh, we'll call this the rabbit, okay? The rabbit comes out of the hole, it goes around the pole, and it goes back into the hole. Pull that tight, Vicky. Pull that tight. Okay, and voila, I've tied my hands together. <laughs> Hi. I was gonna ask you to help me with this bag, but I can see you're all 
tied up. Killing things in the bedroom. Sounds like he's up to something. No, but why is he doing it? He wants something, clearly. I get the feeling that you're bucking for a good deep merit badge. Just because you're helping your mother doesn't mean you're going to get a merit badge. Oh, that's why. Well, in that case, here, Vicky. Take this to the kitchen. Anything else I can do for you? Rub your back, get your slippers, massage your feet. Come on, wise guy robot. So, how's the head wolf doing? That's wolf talk for let's fool around, baby. Oh, that's wolf talk for later. Right. So how was your day at school? Oh, terrific. Huh? Oh, I just love substitute teaching. Yeah. It's so challenging. Well, this afternoon I spent over an hour in the principal's office. Were you a bad girl? Damn, boy. It was very exciting. A, a little deaf boy's enrolling in my class. <laughs> His parents want to mainstream him into public school. Well, won't it be difficult for him to adjust? No, uh, he can't speak, but he, he can sign and read lips. So all we have to do is find a translator who can read sign language. Sign language? I got just a person. Who? Vicky. I could give her a book on signing. She'd learn it in minutes. That's right, Vicky, of course. Well, come on, honey. I mean, that's why I invented her. So she could help children with just these kind of problems. Oh, honey, that would be wonderful. Well, I'll tell Jamie's principal in the morning. You know, while we're on the subject of reading lips... Read this. Read this. You know, while we're on the subject of reading lips, read this. Forget what I said about later. Get the I.O. So, yeah, it turns out he is like a den father or scoutmaster head wolf of this wolf pack boy scout thing and Joan comes in with a bag of groceries and she's got her coat on and everything and Jamie races up to her and says oh can I take your uh can I take the groceries uh can I take your coat and he's trying to earn a like a helping hands badge or something and she's like, just because you're helping me doesn't mean you're going to earn a badge. And he's like, oh, in that case, here you go, Vicky. Like, <laughs> I kind of figure, like, he wanted something. He wasn't doing that out of the goodness of her, his heart. Because we always know whenever in, in a show or a movie, a kid, like, let me help you with this. Let me do that for you. It's like, you clearly want something. That's usually, most likely parents are surprised if a kid does that. Because there's a reason behind it. If they don't have a reason, they're just doing it to be nice, the parent is, like, on the floor in shock. So, she explains, Joan explains to Ted that she spent over an hour in the principal's office. He's like, oh, were you, you a bad girl? I'm like, uh, no. Anyway, <laughs> he's got that rope, and he's, like, trying to master a knot. And I just thinking how, like, oh yeah, now they're going to incorporate that into the bedroom with their bondage or whatever. Like, oh boy. She even does a uh, diehard reference of the yippee fuck me now, <laughs> or whatever with the rope, I don't know. Anyway, she just mentioned that a young deaf boy is going to be enrolled in, basically, the parents want to mainstream their son so he can be around other kids and we get another reason as there's always so many reasons that Ted will be like oh that's why I created Vicky one to help children with certain difficulties read you know reading lips signing and everything and, and I'm and she's like well you know he can sign and read lips and everything I was like yeah but is he going to be able to keep up with the class sure he can read lips but it would probably be, and she, because she even says, you know, trying to find a translator or somebody that can sign along as I'm teaching so that way he can keep up. And that's where Ted brings in the thought of, you know, I can give her a sign language book. Guys, this is like 1987 at this point. So sign language just did not 
feel like it was nearly as compared to what they have access to today to learn and everything. There's a plethora just and back then it was basically what books, um, certain schools. Um, there's a TV movie from like the seventies with Sally Struthers and James Woods called And Your Name is Jonah. I believe it's on YouTube. I I would like to definitely cover that at one point on the podcast because it does deal with the main character, Jonah, the actor who portrays him, is deaf in real life. So that was one of those movies that you caught on TV on a rainy Saturday afternoon. Like, Saturday afternoon at the movies, they're playing the stuff from the, the 70s and everything. Savannah Smiles was another one from, like, the 70s that was a movie that would pop up on the regular on there. Along with, like, The Breakfast Club, La Bamba, but then again, those were, like, edited, watered-down versions of the movie. He's really excited to be able to have Vicky be able to help this young boy with, you know, classroom work and so that way he can actually be mainstream. So we do see Joan coming with the young man who is played by uh, Scooter Scroggins or whatever his last name is. I can't remember what his first name's supposed to be, but we'll find out. This kid's, it's been a couple years, so this kid is, like, not the scrawny little brother that he played on Better Off Dead. Boys, well, I'd like you to meet Josh Gibson. He's going to be joining our oh, class. Hi, Josh. Josh. He says hi. Josh is deaf, but he can read lips, so when you speak to him, just look at him directly, Okay. Okay. How you doing, Josh? Okay, you don't have to scream. Why is that a thing? It's not necessary to yell. Just speak to him normally. Sorry. Hi, I'm Jamie, and this is Warren, and the bullhorn is Reggie. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Well, I'm sure you boys will make Josh feel right at home. I'll see you in class, fellas. Watch this. He doesn't understand what you're saying. I said. <laughs> Warren, stop being a jerk. Warren, that's a dirty trick. Really? What's wrong with you? He didn't say anything. It's a dirty trick. Yeah, he's about to throw it on and kick his ass. He said. I'm gonna beat your ass, kid. Once a nerd, always a nerd. <laughs> Joke. joke. I thought you laughed. Really? I don't think so. He says a lot of hearing kids make fun of him. Well, I'm not going to make fun of you. I want to be your friend. Until you say something that pisses him off. He says he'd like to be your friend, too. So Joan introduces him to Jamie, Reggie, and Warren. Warren comes off as a major fucking dick. Because he goes over, he's like, oh, watch this. Well, and the thing is, first of all, before we even get to that, I don't know why this is a thing, why people seem to think if they shout their words at someone who is non-hearing, that that's going to help them hear. Like, oh, they'll understand me if I scream at them! No, they won't. They're gonna look at you like, I have no idea what you're saying. First of all, Joan did say, if you want to speak, yeah, and even, yeah. Joan says, Reggie, you do not have to shout at him. Just talk normally, like you normally do to my son or anyone else around here, and face him when you're speaking to him because he can read lips but if your back is to him he ain't gonna know what the fuck you're saying so oh Warren's like oh watch this and he's doing some he's not doing fucking sign language at all and Vicky's standing there and then he's gonna with his lips and he thinks it's funny like oh I thought it was a joke I thought you'd find it funny because he keeps, like, looking to Vicky and signing, like, 
I don't, what is he, and Vicky's interpreting, he doesn't know what you're saying, you need to, you're, and Reggie and Jamie are like, once a nerd, always a nerd, right, Warren, stop being a dick, oh, man, and, so, yeah, they go to the classroom, and Jamie's like, hey, I'm not gonna, yeah, uh, he tells, Josh tells, his name is Josh, right? <laughs> John already said it once. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, Let's see here. Hold on, guys, I'm sorry. Read my lips. His name is Josh, yes. So, Scooter Stevens, by the way, is the actor's name. So, and I just lost my train of thought. Jamie says, hey, look, I'm not going to make fun of you because Josh tells Vicky, hearing kids do, they make fun of him because kids are jerks. Whether it's 1987 or 2027, kids are going to be just jerks. Anyone... Anyone different than someone else, people are going to latch onto that like a, a bear to a honey tree. <clears throat> They're just going to do that because it's outside of what they consider normal, which is just horrible. Anyway, Jamie's like, look, I'm not like that. We'll keep Warren in line. I want to be your friend. And Josh signs to Vicky and Vicky interprets he wants to be your friend, too. And it's just really sweet. So now, of course, playing basketball. Get the damn monkey bars the fuck out of that buddy excuse you call for a backyard. Just get it out. I don't need to be there. So, yeah, Josh and Jamie are playing basketball. So I'm kind of curious to see. Wait a minute. Why is he using Josh to read lips or a conversation? When he's got Vicky to do the same fucking thing. Why are you... So Jamie's basically, I'll be your friend. And then he ends up taking advantage of him? Fuck you! We'll find out, guys. We'll find out. But right now they're playing b-ball. That's going to be awkward. Eight end of the rope and put it through the left loop. And that's how you make a slip knot. Got it? Yep, we got it, Warren. Warren, would you please answer the door? Sure. <laughs> and that's how you make a nerd knot. A nerd knot? Well, I know how to tie the most important knot of 
technique the doorbell rings they're like oh hey Warren go get the door and as soon as he stands up he trips because they tied his shoelaces together like oh it's a nerd knot <laughs> so open the door Harriet's there and Harriet's like oh my gosh all the I feel like I'm in a butcher shop because there's all these hunks of beef they all look at her like she's the pain in the ass, which she is. And, yeah, she's talking about want, uh, to drool over them. And Warren's like, would you drool over me? And she says, there are exceptions to every drool. <laughs> so, Jamie pushes her ass out the door. And then, of course, we have Ted come in, telling them about how to earn merit badges and they're giving, like, okay, how are you planning to earn yours? And then there comes Josh at the door. Vicky's there. And when Ted asked Jamie, he's all like, oh, yeah, I'm going to help Josh by being his friend. And Josh is like, oh, hell no. Yeah, he's like, what the hell? I just told you to get made fun of by hearing kids, and here you are trying to be my friend because you're trying to earn a fucking badge. So he's basically... Fuck you, 
fuck your shit, and go to hell. And then he walks out the door. And Vicky pretty much translates. Like, you don't want to be my friend? You just want to get a badge? Well, bye. Jamie didn't think he was doing anything wrong. And Ted's like, you don't do that. That's not how you earn a badge. And he's like, oh, wow, you almost think I'm a big, giant jerk. And they all nod like, uh-huh, you are. He really stepped in shit this time. Oh, not so good. My dad got mad at me for trying to help him. How come? Well, I thought I had a great idea. To help the fireman get out of the station faster. What'd you do? I greased the pole. Oh, How about you? Well, on the way to school this morning, I helped an old lady across the street. Yes? Good going. Not really. She didn't want to go across the street. <laughs> she hit me with a cane. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, Jane. I hope you're doing better with your merit badge project than we are. Are you kidding? After what I did to Josh, who can even think of a merit badge? Mm. Hey, there's Josh. Vicky, stop. Tell Josh you want to talk to him. Jamie wants to talk to you. No. He doesn't want to talk to you, turkey. <laughs> Josh, please give me a chance to explain. No. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> You're going to see what I'm saying, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> Josh, I did a dumb thing. I'm sorry. I want to be your friend. He doesn't believe you. Well, that's okay with me. I was going to invite you to the Wolf Pack meeting Friday night. But then forget it. It takes two to make friends. What do you say to that? Yeah. He said, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Apparently Warren says he's going to help his uncle with whatever the fuck. Oh, a senior citizen, his uncle. And then when Ted asks him, well, how old is he? And Warren says 30. I'm like, oh, no, you did not just say that. And Ted's like, well, does he have his own teeth? And Warren says, no, he doesn't. <laughs> so Jamie is trying to talk to Josh, who wants nothing to do with him. He's like, basically, fuck off. I want nothing to do with you. And Jamie's like, forget it. I was going to invite you to the Wolfpack meeting. And why, why are you inviting him? You, you embarrass his ass? You think he wants to be around you? And he's not even a member. What is this? Bring a friend to the, the meeting? I don't know. So, and Josh goes to, like, close his eyes, and Jamie, like, reaches up and opens his eyes, and, no, you're going to look and see what I'm saying to you. So, no, yeah. And Jamie's like, it takes two to be friends. And then, like, Josh spits in his face and walks away. Oh, oh that's why they still have a stupid thing there. monkey bars around because they're doing like chin-ups or, pu or pull-ups and chin-ups basically it's the same thing you're getting your your chin up against above the bar so Jamie gets one and then they he and Reggie help lift Warren up to get a physical fitness badge 
they haven't even completed the good deed badge. Are they just like, well, we'll get back to the good deed. Let's move on to the physical fitness challenge. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I, if I hated anything other than running a mile in phys ed in junior high or high school, I hated the fucking chin up a hundred thousand times worse. I don't like the metal burn that you get on your hands afterwards. Like, hey, ugh. I'm not sure what, is he making chili dogs or something? Because it looks like a bunch of hot dog buns in the kitchen that he's putting together. But I gotta say, I really like Joan's hair this season. It looks like uh, the actress did seem to get it cut a little bit. It's a little bit shorter. Looks really, really good. I'm gonna give these guys a cooking lesson they'll never forget. Mm. Here, honey, have a taste. Uh, no, thanks. But your, your chili's too hot. Well, not this time, honey. Try it. It's really smooth. It's gonna make you shit yourself. Well, give some to Vicky. If it doesn't give a robot heartburn, then I'll try it. Yeah, since she can you eat big it. big coward. Okay, here, Vicky, taste. Yeah. Soggy and burnt. What the hell? It's not. It's ruined. What happened? Dad burned his buns. 
She's like, give it to Vicky. Vicky's eyes just practically pop out of her head. Steam's popping out of her ears because it's so damn hot. You're going to feed that to children? They don't need a colon cleansing. They don't need fire engine diarrhea. So he brings out the buns, puts them on the grill. Of course, he's like, oh, I'm going to show you how to start a fire with a couple sticks. So easy, a child could do it. Jamie's like, Dad. Move over. Let a child take care of this. So Vicky comes in. Of course, she's got like her finger lighter, and they're all like, "How'd she do that?" And Vicky says, "It's all in the finger." Uh, of course, before Ted comes out there, Warren keeps like saying, "Like, oh, I'm so hungry. Can we hurry up and eat? Did you not eat before you came? I don't know." So Harriet comes over, and James is like, "Hey, look." Harriet, why don't you make dessert a pineapple surprise cake? And she leaves, and they're like, oh, jeez, Jamie, what'd you do? He's like, pineapples are out of season. If she finds one, I'll marry her. Luckily, she didn't hear that. Or maybe she did. <laughs> but when Ted comes out and is going to start handing out merit badges, because he does give one to Warren, Jamie actually surprises me. He says, I'm trying to tell you why I didn't earn one, because Josh is there. And he even wants to quit. It's like, I'm not good enough to be uh, Josh's friend. I'm not good enough to be in the wolf pack. And, yeah. Joan's like, look, you want to be Josh's friend, you just went about it the wrong way and you fucked up. But the thing is, you owned up to that mistake. And, yeah, all is well, and, like, hey, stay in the wolf pack. Well, they even make Josh an honorary member, which is awesome. Here comes Harriet with the pineapple, and I'm thinking, they're like, oh, hey, guess what? I guess you got to marry her now, because that's what you said you would do if she found one. Oh. Oh. Hi, father-in-law. Hi, 
Go away. What a disgusting turn of events. So Reggie's still one. It's like, oh, Jamie, uh, I think you mentioned if Harriet found a pineapple between here and Hawaii, you'd marry her. And she's so excited. Apparently, she, it cost her a whole month's allowance, which who knows what that is. She got it at the gourmet store. Like, yeah, those specialty stores, they might have something. So, she goes and kisses Jamie. She's like, I accept. She hugs Ted, says, hello, father-in-law. Hugs Joan. Hello, mother-in-law. Hugs Vicky. Hello, sister-in-law. And then, of course, Vicky says, oh, what a disgusting turn of events. <laughs> and that's the episode. <laughs> um, I gotta say, this one was just okay. I, I, I feel it could have been loads better. In fact, I think that the title is very misleading here. Because what I was hoping or thinking was going to happen, based on the synopsis, did not in fact happen. Jamie Bef... Oh! Well, excuse me, then I'm wrong. Jamie bef befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. Okay. So that is true. I just made up my mind earlier on. Remember how I said, oh, I'm sure he's going to, like, get him to, like, read lips or something like that and use him to his advantage in that way. But no, he used him to earn a merit badge, which is a bunch of bullshit. So, yeah, I thought, again, I wanted it to be better. It's like he was there for, like, two scenes and then I'm like, there's three minutes left of the episode. Where the hell is Josh? Is this going to get resolved? And within a minute left of the episode, it gets resolved. I'm like, what? The, it just, it could have been so much more. But then again, between this time and now, I mean, we've had Switched at Birth that came out in 2011 that was really full on about, you know, deaf characters and stuff like that and the hearing world. There's even an episode that was completely silent that dealt with, you know, for the the benefit of those that were hard of hearing or deaf and everything. So I guess we could see, like, hear, like get it from their point of view, I guess. But, again, this I wanted this to be so much more than it was, and it just wasn't. I was, oh, when I went through at the end of the year, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait for season three. We got some good episodes. It's like, it just didn't hit the way I wanted it to. So, of course, for July, season three, episode seven, we have the promotion, which aired October 24th, 1987. To win a promotion over Brandon's boss fawning, Ted decides to reveal Vicky's robot secret to his boss at a company picnic, unaware that Brandon is out to sabotage Ted's effort. No shit. When the fuck is he not out to do that shit? Uh, we also get the return of Jason Horst, who plays Chip, and Robert Jennings. Uh, no daughter and no bitch wife, so. But anyway, uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode for what it was. Actually, now that I think about it, let me go on YouTube and see if we can maybe find some comments about the episode. Wonder. Read my lips. I always like this. I cannot spell to save my ass. <laughs> and I mean that, apparently. Small wonder read. Here we go. Hold on. There it is. I, mean, I just want to see if there's comments. Let's see. I've seen the entire series of this wonderful show about a gazillion times. That's how much I still like this show. I miss the 80s so much. I love this scene from Small Wonder. Way to go, Jamie. Um, the kid who played Reggie appeared in a Pepsi commercial when he was younger. They had Michael Jackson and his brothers in it. Also, a young future Fresh Prince of Bel Air star, Alfonso Ribeiro, Carlton Banks. Okay, when Josh was shaking his fist because Warren was teasing him about being deaf, I didn't think that should be a laughing matter. No, it wasn't. And the fact that that is so out of character for Warren. I mean, granted, they swing fat jokes his way, like, three or four times in this episode and call him a nerd, but, um, Ted and Joan are so romantic. Wonder whether Tiffany Brissett's sign language is good. Well, she probably could have been coached prior to the episode. 
Let's see. Jerry Superior and Tiffany Brissett both were on the game show Funhouse. I'll have to check that out. Uh, Josh, the deaf kid, is Badger from Better Off Dead. Let's see. Why is the blue t-shirt, the blue tee blurred? What is written on it? Wolfpack? Yeah, it says, it basically, it's not blurred. It's just the coloring of the shirt. It's like a light, light blue. And the font on it is like, I think it's like a yellow-orange color. So it's it doesn't get really picked up on camera that well. I mean, it says Wolfpack Den and then like 506 or something for whatever their den number is um but yeah uh look forward to next month's the promotion which feels like we've gotten so many of these fucking episodes in the last over the course of these three seasons i'm just sick of this shit how many damn bosses has he had how many uh, options for a promotion has he had so fucking many ugh I was, let's let's take a gander and just see what the next hopefully good good episode is. So we got July is the promotion. August will be Lawsonville Horror, which sounds like it'll be fun. Uh, so we got July, August, September episode nine is gonna be the bad seed, where hopefully we meet. Yeah, we do. Hopefully get to meet Vanessa, or I think it's Vanessa. The bad version of Vicky. And then, of course, we got TV or not in, let's see, next, September, October, TV or not, November, The Fats of Life, The Bank Job is in December, and then, oops, yeah, is that right? Let's see, July, August, September, October, November, December. The Bank Job is the last episode of 2023. Episode 12. Harriet, Jamie, and Vicky foil a bank robber. Let me tell you, the one episode that did a really good... It was a two-parter, of course, of different strokes. They're constant with their two-parters. But that bank robbery episode, I had chills. That scared the shit out of me. Because, you know, I was... Yeah, in uh, April 19, I was, you know, starting up different strokes. And I was watching all the seasons. And I would just... Those episodes, seeing them for the first time and just like, oh gosh, what's going to happen? Because they're done really, really well for the times where some other shows with serious episodes like this that could have been so much more than what it was. Uh, Bye Bye Brindles. <laughs> Plot to convince the Brindles to move. Um, Ronald McDonald House is the next one that is, I believe, let's see, January, February, March, April, May. In May, Jamie stages a play to help a boy cope with leukemia. Like, a play is going to make him feel any better about him having leukemia. I don't know. Um, again, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Maybe you get more of it. Uh, again, all the episodes of Small Wonder are on YouTube. Check them out. So have a good June, rest of June, even though we are in, we are in the second week of June. So yeah, have a good rest of June and I'll see you in July. Bye bye everyone.